0: Hi, this is Femi Shavery and I am here with your intuitive energy corner. We are officially in retrograde. Mercury has gone retrograde as of today. So I want to welcome you all with so much love, so much gentleness, so much nurturing, caring, supportive energy because it is about to get even realer. Now, I know that I've stated that this energy is very influential. This um, energy is very beautiful. It's going to feel really deep and it's going to... And the, all of those things are true. But the thing is, I'm a Cancerian. And the deeper, the better for me. I love to be to the deep uh, inner truth of whatever it is that I'm dealing with. I don't like surface. So for me... This is a beautiful time to be interpersonal. This is a beautiful time to explore different places of myself and others. This is a beautiful time for me to be incognito and allow myself to explore emotional depth even more. However, for those who are not used to this type of energy and for those who do not, like to feel beneath the surface. This is gonna be a very interesting, trying time for you. And so I want to be sensitive to everybody's level of um, inner evolution. This isn't gonna be an easy breezy moment of where everybody just gets where they are and it's beautiful, it feels great. No, there are gonna be some real life things that are gonna come up. There are gonna be some real life situations that are needing to be Handled. There are going to be some things that are going to need your ultimate um, attention, and in order to really feel the depth of that, you're going to have to be, as I stated in yesterday's um, daily dose, you're going to have to be present. You can no longer run and hide if you are truly wanting to change your life. Now, you can stay where you are. You can stay in the path that you are. You can be comfortable there and that can be where you choose to remain. But if you're trying to grow and you're trying to evolve and you're trying to explore different avenues of success based on what you view success as, then you're going to have to get deep and you're going to have to accept the depths of that and you can no longer continue to run. And the beautiful thing about water is being in the midst of water If you're in the midst of a cardinal water, such as cancer, cancer is a very cardinal sign, meaning we like to take the lead. We like to take control. We like to be the ones who are the head of it. Like we like to navigate and people follow. When you're dealing with a fixed sign, such as Scorpio, Scorpio is very dogmatic, almost like unmovable. So it's very uncomfortable if you are used to being easily adaptable. Now, when we're dealing with a type of energy such as a Pisces, Pisces energy is very mutable, meaning Pisces likes to be fluid. Pisces likes to flow and can adapt to that of which it is surrounded by. So it's a very easily moldable energy to be in so even if the climate of emotion is too intense the beauty of a Piscean is it's able to wiggle its way into something else it's easily um, able to be manipulated in a way where it doesn't become too much of anything although it feels everything and so that's the beauty of this mercury retrograde is that even though it may get very deep it may get slightly uncomfortable you have the ability to maneuver around within or above it but you can't escape the reality of what it is bringing you um i would suggest during this time between now and really um, the end of march because even though mercury in pisces does go out of retrograde march 9th and 10th it still has a two week shadow period so we have really been feeling the effects of this retrograde for mm, since the beginning of the month okay and we're going to be feeling it until the end of the month not to mention we're still under so much intense energy already since the beginning of the year so nothing is going to change Instantly, because we've all been in intense places in our life. Energetically, we've been feeling different things. We have been in a mode of maneuvering through the depths of ourself at different levels, and that's not going to change. Only thing that is happening is it's allowing you to be deepening in the areas of your of yourself where you have chosen not to. And being an, in Aquarius season, Aquarius season has allowed us. The freedom of detachment and the beauty of that detachment is being able to not get too engulfed in the emotion or the feeling of whatever it is that we are engulfed by. However, now we are in a space where we are having to slow down. We're having to slow down. We're having to be more considerate of what it is that we are feeling, what it is we are sharing, what it is we are engaging in, who it is we are allowing in our energy and how we are exuding that type of energy out. So this is a very reflective time, but you also have to remember to continue to keep moving. We haven't really had a break. We haven't really had a time where we can just say, Hey, I am ready to do not a damn thing. I can't, you can't, because even when you wanna be still and isolated, you're still feeling. Even when you want to not be in the feeling of something, you are feeling. A lot of us have been uh, dealing with different issues where a lot of you may have been dealing with headaches. A lot of you have been dealing with um, restlessness, not being able to rest and sleep and be at a space where you're able to really just be calm. You felt something, you've been dealing with maybe a cold, you've been dealing with uh, appetite, either too, eating too much or not eating enough, not wanting to eat, not wanting to talk to nobody, not being social. And then some of you have been put in a space where you're pushed out of that element of control, you're pushed out of that element of stillness and solitude. And that is uncomfortable for some of you, but for some of you, it is very beautiful. And it's causing you to stand in your truth more authentically, and it's causing you to be more open and choosing yourself and what is best for you and what it is that you truly want. You don't have to hide from yourself, and that is really beautiful and enlightening for a lot of you because you don't realize that the thing that you've been hiding from the most is the thing that makes you the most beautiful. So here we are, finally in a season, we're almost in March. I cannot believe we're in March, but I knew that this energy was gonna push us really, it's been moving fast, but it's been moving very potently. It's been very heavy, it's been very intense. It's been like getting things done on a core level out, since the beginning of 2020. And it's not going to lighten up until after the eclipse season, which will be after the summer. So we're not, we're going to be working. Okay. And my job here and my journey here is God showing me and connecting through you guys how to navigate these energies because we cannot avoid them. No matter where you are, you can try to turn the podcast off, you could try to hide, you could try to not look at the internet, you could try to not read, you could try to do whatever you wanna do but the fact of the matter is, as long as you are breathing, you're feeling it. And you could call it what you wanna call it but you have to call it the truth. And so at the end of the day, you are feeling what you're feeling and you're needing assistance in navigating those feelings. And that is why I'm here. That is what I am, led to do. And so today as we are gearing towards the first week in Mercury retrograde in Pisces and days away from the new moon in Pisces, we are officially also a day away from Pisces season. So we have a lot of different energy that is going to be impacting us very quickly. And yeah, that's right before we, you know, We can't really catch our breath, but this is an opportunity to do so. So what I'm going to do is go through um, each of your signs. I'm going to give you guys a complete overview of energetically what to expect this week. Then I'm gonna go through each of the signs from Aries all the way to Pisces and let you guys know what you can kind of look forward to based on your your sign, your sun sign, zodiac sign, whatever. And then we're going to add in the numerology which is going to allow me to pick um, uh, whatever number I'm feeling based on the uh, elements, water, fire, earth, um, and air, and you guys, you guys can tell you know pick a number and whatever number you associate with you um are connecting yourself with is how you can also get another message another intuitive um message from how you can navigate through going forward okay so grab your coffee grab your tea grab your water grab your orange juice grab your apple juice whatever it is that you need to make sure that you are hydrated properly because it is definitely going to be a good one and I'll be right back. Hi guys, so I'm back. Um, What I am feeling for this first week, what I'm going to start off is giving you guys an overview collectively of what it is that I feel energetically is coming with the first week of Mercury retrograding in Pisces. Keep in mind that Pisces season does begin February the 18th. And Mercury retrogrades um, from the 17th, 18th, depending on where you are in the hemisphere to March 9th, 10th, depending on where you are. And it ends in Aquarius. Now, it's going to start in a very watery emotional Pisces, as we know, and it's going to finish in the detached Aquarius sign, looking at the bigger picture, forcing you to utilize your intellect and your mind um, overall, balancing the amount of emotion and feelings. Right. You're going to have to utilize those and figure out a way to utilize those together so that it helps you in navigating forward. Your emotions will definitely be coming to surface. Your analytical thinking is going to be kind of confused, challenged a little bit, but it's enforcing a, a diplomatic type of energy It's making you steer clear of tasks that are requiring you to use only logic and allow you to tap into your subconscious other than only going what you think is best what your mind is telling you what it is that you know you want to do on a logical way you're having to utilize your emotions in making the best decisions based on you and for some of you it's going to be very difficult because you're used to if it doesn't make sense in my mind it's not going to make sense in reality and that is what we're trying to um force you into a balance of. Okay. Now, during this time, you may find that your commitments are being tested. Your commitments are being challenged. You are having to be in situations that are causing a lot of complexity when it comes to figuring out what it is that you desire, what it is you deserve, where it is that you're trying to go, how you're trying to navigate to get there. So there is going to be a point where you are feeling very, very um, uncertain in certain areas of your life. But you have to understand that the answers that you've been asking for, the work that you've been putting into whatever it is that you have been trying to accomplish are finally coming to fruition. You're finally going to be able to see all of which you truly desire and deserve coming in like no other. Things are gonna be a little delayed, but so that it can be really implemented in a way that is long lasting, opposed to flight um, by night answers and results that don't last beyond the moment, okay? Um, A reminder to you is to keep the faith in your dreams. Make sure that what it is that you have desired and deserved for so long, what it is that you've been working for. You cannot lose hope and faith that those things are possible just because they're not being received right now in the moment. Allow yourself to be who you are, where you are and tack in all of those things so that you're able to truly, truly embody the moment of it. Don't run from it, don't hide from it, but don't be too far in a rush that you get it too early and then don't be so slow foot that you miss the opportunity altogether. There are going to be adjustments that are required on your end. They're going to cause you to have to reevaluate areas in which you live, areas in which you communicate, areas in which you embrace uncertainty, how you Tackle the um the moments where you're unsure of something. How do you go forward? How do you move forward? How do you truly evolve beyond discomfort? And those in many of those areas, you're going to have to be you're going to have to adjust your way of thinking. You're going to have to adjust your way of approaching certain Places in your life. So this is going to be a very difficult time, but it's also going to be a time that is necessary for you to really truly involve into the next season that you are going into personal issues that you may have been battling with, whether it be health, whether it be financial issues, whether it be relationships, whether it be career, you are going to finally see resolve. You're going to finally be able to reach a resolution that you have been waiting for that felt like it would never come, but it's finally here. And that is where the beauty In your journey is finally able to be received because you're finally at a space where you're able to embrace all of which you are all of which you've worked so hard for is finally within reach okay and you are no longer settling for things that don't feel comfortable you're no longer settling for places in your life that don't feel um, beneficial and that's a truly beautiful space to be in so Just know that it's working out the way that it is supposed to on the timing it's supposed to. It is definitely an opportunity for you to see all your hard work paying off. Okay. now remind yourself that this is a journey for you to evolve, meaning it's not because it's helping you right now in the moment immediately, which you may find some benefit in the journey now, but it is gearing you toward where you're going. So this is the foundation building part of your path. And so it's very important to not get caught up in the end results because it's not about the end results. It is about you being able to maneuver in a space that gives you the opportunity to freely grow and know that you are going along the way that you should be. You should become Engulfed in the journey of it, not necessarily the destination, if that makes sense. So allow yourself to be enthusiastic, allow yourself to be completely um, generous in your ability to navigate freely in a way that keeps you in a space that um, allows you to be adventurous on the journey. Give yourself that opportunity to just truly be happy with the moment of it and watch how free spirited you become. Watch how enthused you become with where it, what it is you in embody or um you attract to you while you are on this path okay you are going to be in a space where you could potentially shift your perception on things how you saw things originally isn't necessarily how you see things now and how you communicate will probably most likely change in ways of how you communicate your feelings your thoughts your inhibitions how you tackle things that you have said you never do things that you said you would never allow you are finally Changing your perspective based on what you see, um, how you have encountered different challenges in your path have caused you to see things in a different way. But they've also caused you to embrace things in a different way, which is going to allow this complex type of reality for you um for the moment. But it's going to even out late later. It's going to give you a piece in. An ability to truly tap into what's coming for you. And that's going to make you excited about the journey as well. It's going to empower you to devil deeper into your imagination and be even more compassionate, tap into your ability to heal yourself and. Bring that type of healing energy to those who are connected to you. It's going to allow you to be more empathetic, allow you to be more spiritual and emotional balanced, allow you to allow yourself to flow in a very free-flowing, uh, mutable way. And that's gonna make you even more attractive to those who have previously seen you more stoic, previously seen you more unbending, seen you more of a person who does not know how to work together to make something work for the best of you. And so that's truly beautiful. It feels very exciting. It feels like it's something that um, a lot of you have been working on so diligently um collectively when I think about the numbers and what number am I feeling the words the numbers that came to me were five three and two in that order now how they apply to you I don't know but um in numerology when you're speaking about the power of numbers we're speaking about the energy that it brings the frequency and what it brings and what it signifies this year 2020 is considered a four year and when you're working with the number four you're working with um Very disciplined, systematic, organized, dependable, attention to detail, very, very deeply uh, strong. It has strength of a magnitude of rebuilding, rebirth, transformation. So that's why this year is really, really kicking off with so much power because it is changing our lives and dismantling our lives in areas that just don't work. And have not benefited us. And so it is a lot of deep healing that's happen- happening, a lot of deep replenishment that is required, a lot of restructuring that is happening in the core of our beings that is affecting our lives all the way around. So when we think about numbers and the frequency and the power that these numbers hold, um, it gives you a better outlook on where it is that you may be, um, uh embodying or connected to as well. So I'm gonna start with five because five is the first number that I felt and it was so random because normally I'm like a, a master number type of person. So when I thought about five When you think about five and the traits that numerology, um, holds, I want, when I say the numbers five, three, and two, you apply them to you. If you feel that one of those numbers gravitate to you, and one of those numbers are resonating with you in your mind, capture the number that you feel deeply connected to. And I'm going to read to you, um, and explain to you the, uh, energy in which that number holds. And then I will pull a yogic path, um card that will signify um, something that you need to focus on during this week for that particular uh, number okay now we're gonna start with the number fives if you are someone who is connecting to the number five it is an energy that is very free-spirited not judgmental very social very friendly um, the downside is sometimes you could be extremely unreliable. And so even though you're a free spirit, loving person, people love to be around you. Very adventurous, kind of like a wanderlust energy, um, very defend like you defend those that are um, who can't defend themselves. So you're very restless. You're very um just very unorthodox in a sense of a way. But the downside to that is that this could be a time where you're having to be challenged in that area of your life where you're having to be more disciplined. You're having to be more in tune with the importance of having a routine that actually solidifies the results that you are working towards. It doesn't cripple you in a way of being free spirit. It doesn't cripple you in the way that you're not able to truly expand and embrace the uh, totality of who you are in a free way, but you're having to create more of a routine structure that makes sense to longevity when it comes to your life. So. If you are um, a number five, if number five is something that you feel strongly connected to, then know that this could be a very challenging time when it comes to structure and keeping you balanced. This is something that you are needing in order to really be fruitful going forward. So it could be a good thing. It I don't feel like it's a negative thing. I just feel like it's going to make you uncomfortable when it comes to creating a path of stability right the number five is really really dynamic and energetic it's um unpredictable it's always moving it's always needing to change so because it's needing to change and it's it's very good mix of the masculine and feminine quality of you it definitely can be very tomboyish so kind of rough around the edges more so um not submissive like just take control type of person uh extremely independent in mind and so adventurous very you know just like I stated unorthodox but this could be a time where it's asking you to slow down so that you can focus more on what matters and you can focus more on the the depths of who you are, where you are, and the beauty in which that holds for you. But you're having to create a more, uh, a more steady path for yourself, I guess you could say. Okay. So if I am pulling my yogic path cards for you, what, what energy is it that is bringing your way? What is it that you are going to be focused on and help you on this journey. Um, Let me see. If you're a five, one second. You may hear the card shuffling. I normally don't do this, but... um, Okay, so the card that came out for you, number fives is... Anahata and when you are dealing with Anahata in Ayurveda or yoga it represents your chakras so again chakras are all about balancing of self so as I stated to you guys it's very interesting how that came out that is dealing with your heart chakra being in the midst of a very watery in depth energy right now it makes so much sense this is telling you to basically slow down and Uh, bring you into awareness of new possibilities, but you're having to do some healing of your heart. You're having to tap into the intelligence of the emotions in which you hold. Now, that's not easy. Again, um, sometimes you're having to dig through this slowing down process so that you're able to tap into yourself in a way that allows you to forgive yourself. in matters of the heart moments where you have been reckless with your heart or you've been reckless with other people's heart. So when normally you're so free spirited, and unorthodox on that path and that energy, you could also have been in a space where you've hurt people along the way, or you've done more hurt to yourself. So this is bringing an awareness of you're having to trust yourself when matters of the heart in areas where you're not accustomed to. You're not used to doing that. You would prefer to not have to do that. And that is something that you're having to deal with in a place that you are not used to. You're not wanting to do that. And. That's okay. That's truly okay. It's not something that's easy, but it's something that's necessary as you are on your journey and path. So if number five is a number that you resonated with, just know that your natural spirit of being unorthodox and free spirit and highly energetic and not really feeling, it feels more like an airy energy, honestly. If that is you, Um, know that you are being axed and challenged in ways that are going to affect you with dealing your dealing with your heart emotions, dealing with your intelligence of your feelings and knowing how to navigate them and sit with them and allow this energy to help you heal internally first and also repair and heal those energies of which you've hurt other people along the way of your journey. Okay. The next number that came uh, to me is number three. So we're going to look at my notes for number three. Now, when we're dealing with the number three, number three is a very unique type of energy. Number three is one that is a very highly energetic, such, such much similar to number five. It's a very highly energetic person who goes after the world in a way just open arms, more like a wanderlust, very similar to number fives, right? They're often the life of the party, very optimistic, very good communication skills, um, fun, loving, charming, very attractive, talkative, you know, much like a five. So a three and a five would probably be very good friends (laughs) Um, because they are so much alike. They are very much so similar. So if you're in a number three, you will find yourself dealing with a lot of matters when it comes to relationships. Um, it's going to carry very, more like a gifted person who is still kind of very naive and protected under your parents, so to speak. You're a bit, you could be very spoiled or entitled. You could have a almost very airy uh very detached scattered type of way of going by yourself because you're not used to a lot of guidance like on making decisions on your own you kind of are oblivious (laughs) in a very gentle interesting way but it's it feels very childlike so you have this desire to be very creative you have this desire to express your feelings and ideas um with a very extroverted type of space, energy, right? It makes it like, if you are looking in areas of your career, you're very artistic. You are someone who would be very much so into verbalizing how you feel in communications. Your social skills are very good. You get along with people very easily, very charming um, individual. But it's very like kid-like. Like Like I said, it just feels very like... (laughs) Like, free, like, just very, just very unfocused, like, don't have a lot of structure. You're very, you procrastinate a lot, don't have a lot of responsibility, don't take a lot of responsibility. Just very playful. It just seems very not mature, uh, in a sense. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, it's just, I don't know it's just very uh a detached type of feeling now for the number threes you in order for you to become more structured this could be an energy that's forcing you into a space of being structured where in areas where the number five is learning to uh is is already kind of sort of in that in that frame of of mind being this number four year you are having to like not tap into those free spirited ways of yourself, but you're having to deal with becoming more balanced and well-rounded because you are either all or nothing. So it's either all fun and games or you don't wanna do it. It's either all interesting and highly energetic or you just don't wanna be a part of it. And so this could be a part of yourself where you're having to, you're having to balance In areas of your inner child, you're having to deal with areas where you may not be someone who is very extroverted. You have the potential to be, but you've had so many deep wounds from early childhood that you're needing to deal with. So this is slowing you down and making you deal with the reality of your your upbringing in areas where you've missed on the being able to navigate real life scenarios, real life situations, being able to really. Deal with the reality of life (laughs) you haven't done, you haven't had to do. And so now you're having to tap into that or there could be areas where that's all you had. So that free spirited part of you, you missed out on because everything was so structured and everything was so much so, um, you had everything done for you. And so you missed the importance of knowing how to do it for yourself. So this could be an opportunity where you're having to be challenged in areas of your life. When it comes to knowing how to balance relationships where you're not as selfish, it's not all about you. It's about the others. It's, um, a number three person feels like someone who is in this space of just freedom. They, they don't know what it feels like to be settled down. They, that, that, frightens them on an incomprehensible way. Like it's like, "Mm, no, I can't comprehend being stuck. I can't really comprehend not being able to navigate the way that I choose. So you're having to restructure your life on a foundation level, starting from your childhood up. And that's having you deal with responsibility of people's feelings responsibility of other people's hearts responsibility of other people's commitments in a way so yeah it seems like if you're number threes you're having to deal with real life in a way that you hadn't oh my god yeah i'm i'm just trying to I'm as i was pulling the uh, yogic path card for you like Three of them fell out, so we're going to redo. But if it feels like you are the energy that I'm feeling for you just feels very. um, It feels very childlike, like there's there's some structure that is needed because you have. Just been protected so much that it's been more crippling than anything, so you're having to really dig into yourself in a new way in a different way that's going to help you to be more mature and this 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 week is is probably going to bring up issues of where you have been immature in the past when I pulled the yogic path the card that came out for you is Bhuvanisha Shvari. okay I'm still practicing how to say these names but it's Bhuvanjivari Shvari, Bashvari And this is a deity, okay? And in Ayurveda, it is. When you're dealing with deities, you're dealing with the elements of yourself that are more human like. And this is. Represents a goddess of space and infinite possibilities so you have operated in a space of freedom like I stated it gives you the ultimate freedom you are used to dealing with ultimate freedom but now you're having to ground yourself in areas this deity represents infinite possibilities in space, but you are understanding that perhaps you've had too much space. Perhaps you've had way too much, too many opportunities of lacking responsibility and not being able to pursue different paths in your life that have caused you to have to develop responsibly. So that is where this particular week comes in handy for you because it's giving you the balance of knowing that you have the opportunity to have anything that you want. You have the personality to get you into any door that you want, but you do not have the necessary skill set to sustain those doors that you enter in because of the lack of maturity in areas that you're needing to be responsible. So this particular week. Time frame gives you the ability to be still. It's giving you the opportunity to open up different aspects of yourself and really develop in areas that you have chosen to run and hide from previously. Okay, so if you're a number three, this week is going to require you to be. Present in your feelings still, you can't be so aloof and detached, you're having to really work through the realness of who you are, where you are in your life completely, okay? So it could be a little difficult, but know that it is helping you to just be better, okay? Be more be- be better in all areas and real well-grounded, okay? The last number that I have that came to me was the number two. Now, if you're dealing with a number two, which I really like um, single-digit numbers and master numbers, but number two is, The most feminine um, of all the numbers doesn't mean that I'm talking to women. It could be everyone has both masculine and feminine energy, um, as I state in so many of my podcasts. But the feminine, the most feminine of all these numbers is the number two and very underestimated um, when it comes to power and strength. People think that when you think of a feminine energy, that that is weak or very sensitive and very um, unemotionally just emotionally unbalanced right and balanced in ways that is truly inaccurate if people understood the power of a feminine energy you would definitely be more fearful of it than you are of masculine um but this is the one the number two if you're resonating with the number two then that means that You are someone who typically is very gentle, very tactful, diplomatic. You're very understanding, very feminine. This feels like the energy that we're in. Um, You're definitely someone who likes to keep the peace and don't like to have a lot of confrontations. You don't want to be someone who is... you know, just the the cause of any chaos. You like to bring the peace into the situation. You will also recognize that a number two is a person who's very strong and resilient, been through a lot of things. And no matter what they've been through, they have uh, been able to remain very gentle. Their heart has remained open, even though they've hurt a lot, even though they've maybe cried a lot. They have a very servant's type of energy, Um, Just want to make things good. Um, On the other hand, sometimes when you are too much of of feminine energy number two you can find yourself constantly under attack emotionally mentally and spiritually because people see you as a very gentle soul so when people see you as that they typically try to take advantage of you in more ways than one and so you're burdened obviously a lot of times with so much weight but because you have such a compromising spirit, you'll bend and you're sacrificing, you're compromising, overcompensating, overcompromising areas where you're needing to be more inflexible. And so the beauty of being compromising is that no matter how much you bend, you always go back to your natural shape. But the problem in that is you bend so much that that becomes your natural routine And you you don't really stand in the power in the truth of who you are at all times. And so the beauty of knowing when to bend and when to compromise is where we're being challenged in this moment. You're having to face the truth of yes, it's okay to bend, it's okay for me to navigate, it's okay for me to compromise. But what's most important is that I don't allow myself to always be the one who's initiating that compromise. And so There is a lot to you. um, Number twos. you have a lot of power. You have a lot of you have a lot of ability to really, really, really dig deep and deal with the shadows of self and pull the shadows out of other people. You have the um, ability to be an incredible person. Credible, incredible, incredible partner to people because you're understanding and you're sacrificial and you're someone who gives this uncanny amount of love and nurturing. You also can be very mean spirited if triggered. You can be very forceful. You can be mean. You can be vengeful. You can be cruel, but people don't typically see you as that because they always see the gentle side of you. So the thing is knowing how to balance out both sides of who you are and letting people know that yes I'm a very loyal person yes I'm a very caring person yes I'm a very considerate person but I also have another side to me and even though you don't like to tap into that truth of yourself often because you know the depths of what it is you are very um you're having to find balance in that because people often, again, take advantage of the beauty and the gentleness that you exude. You're a very influential person. You're very intuitive, very social poised, poised. Um, people trust you. You you deeply, deeply, deeply are in tune with people's subconscious and conscious. Uh, mentality and their worlds, worlds that they don't even know exist within their life because you really pay attention. You're very artistic, um, great therapists. You make very, ther- very good therapists, teachers, caregivers, just people who are really good people and unmatched when it comes to. Um, life as a whole. You are just an invaluable asset. Number twos are very, very, very important to humanity. But the beauty of that is also what makes it very difficult for number twos because you don't have a balance. You need to balance what you give, what you exude, what you share, opposed to what you allow in your life. Now, I'm going to pull... A uh, I feel like I need to tell number twos to brace yourself for during this season. There are a lot of people who are going to be gravitating to you just because of the nature that you hold. And they need that. We need that, especially in this very heavy energy that people are not accustomed to. And some people are very uncomfortable with. So allow yourself to um, be balanced in that. Be very mindful and get into your mode of protection because you are going to need to protect yourself from vultures, vultures, people who take advantage of you because they know that they can until they realize that they can't. And the card that came out for you is Kriya. And she is an Ayurveda and yoga, um, a, a goddess, of course. Kriya is... um a state of spirituality. It is a state of being aware and flowing, right? It's it's understanding what your highest purpose is. It's uh, it's allowing yourself to operate in a way that allows you to navigate freely without feeling so overwhelmed by everything that's going on around you. It's not having to push to get what you want. It's knowing that the power is in the surrender. The power is in the navigation of your ever flow, your even flow, your natural overflow of inner competence. You have a strength that is truly, truly unmatched. And when you are able to tap into that, you're not trying to rush the process. You're not trying to rush anything. You're navigating on a natural speed. You're naturally flowing in the, in the way that you're supposed to, which feels so much like the energy we're in. Again, it's Piscean. It's very much so everly flowing. It's going in that, that stream of fluidness that you have mutably chosen to flow with. So allow yourself that ability. If you are having, um, obstacles that are coming your way and dealing with relationships that are not solely uh, fulfilling. You're going to come up against those obstacles in which you're having to make a decision. Anything that feels like you're having to force yourself to do anything that's feeling like it's taking more out of you to do it and, and more out of you to expand more out of you to balance. It's not feeling like natural flow for you, then you're knowing that that is something that you're needing to evaluate to just, just to, to remove from your life or to change in the way that you respond or connect to it. Okay. So Kriya remember is about effortlessly flowing, effortlessly attacking, what's coming effortlessly, um, adapting to what's new, adapting to what's, natural for you in the element that you are in don't be so afraid of what that looks like what it feels like and how that is um how that is becoming a part of your journey and your truth okay allow yourself to tap into the honesty of who you are and flow with that and that will help you to gain the pressure um, the well remove the pressure because you're stepping more into your natural element. Okay. So my number twos, this feels like really good energy. I, I really feel like I I'm definitely speaking with a lot of you who are so compromising and so um overlessly extending yourself, okay. Hopefully this um, has helped you. It's connected with you in a way that has allowed you to be inspired, empowered and give you a little bit of, um, overview for what's to come for you guys, whether you're a five, three, or two. Hopefully, it allows you to connect to different parts of yourself and allows you the ability to connect to your higher self and navigating through this first week of Mercury retrograde. I will definitely be back with you guys tomorrow for your daily dose of energy and give you more of a breakdown um, to help you to navigate daily. Okay. So With that being said, I love you guys so much. I am so grateful for all of the support and I look forward to us um, connecting again. I love your freaking face until tomorrow's daily dose of energy. Bye.